Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been the this Black Country Blokes, Tuna Fat, from me, Kev Dylan, Craig Pinches and Aaron Jew. And today, what we're going to be talking about is a certain virus of negativity that's been hitting the world and affecting people's lives, health, and as we always talk about, mental health. And that's trolling. Not even just trolling, just the... The general negativity that's going around the world of Instagram, Facebook, and all this nastiness. And I'll tell you a funny story. It's not really trolling, but on the Lions, um, on the Lions Facebook page the other day, we had um, it's brilliant what you're doing with the kids. But if you wouldn't mind, uh, stop shouting so much because it's upsetting the dogs. So you're forgetting all the good work that the clubs do in keeping kids from drugs and violence and jail. And because you might be a bit noisy, motivating. It's offending dogs. I'm not sure if that's a neighbour or if that's someone who's just watching it on their device. So people are so intent on spreading negativity when most people in their day-to-day lives are trying their best to be positive. I know you've always had an experience on it, didn't you? Oh, mate, we, we get, you get it all the time. You know, if we've all got social media and the internet, you're going to get you're going to get the trolling. And to be honest, you you'll see you won't see all the ones saying well done and this on your back. You'll appreciate them there and then, but I guarantee that one person that says "shut up, Kev," you know, yeah. shouting so much, you, you're annoying my dogs. Mm. I bet that's the one that will sit with you the most. But it, and that's helped spark this conversation today. So that, well, you know, as you say, like we've got, it's like, well done, Kev. The kids are looking great. Duh, 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 duh. And then someone goes, "Oh, we had um, the promo video for the lockdown. The club is going to be doing this, and we've got a temperature gun. And you're zapped, and all this." And someone put. Oh, you're standing too far away. And I think it's a demonstration. We're just showing we're doing all the precautions we can of self-distancing and all this. But the good thing is the Lions ABC, we're opening back up. And people go, well, you're not doing that. You're not. And they're thinking, come on, Bert, get a grip. (laughs) I think think we're in a time and a place now where everybody's got something to say on everything. You know, you you can't just... Before you'd be able to see it and acknowledge it and, and just move on with your life. Now there has to be an input, you know. And it's like, is it to spark debate? Am they bored? Am they? It's like I see on Facebook. What was I looking at? I don't know if it was one of the, the property pages that that you put me onto. And I, I see people just commenting things that don't even need to be commented. You think, you know, it's bringing no value yeah. at all. It's not even bringing bad yeah. c- criticism. It's just bringing no yeah. value. You're just occupying yourself for 10 minutes or half hour and, and trying to get under people's skin and you think nobody can just move on with a life anymore they have to attach themselves to every instance that's going on i try not to i don't respond to it as i say happy birthday congratulations uh well done that's all i ever put you know i mean i put my my things on the black country blokes and on instagram and on the lines page but apart from that I, I don't comment because i probably won't change your opinion if you've written that, if I retaliate by saying, well, actually, have you ever thought about this? You're not even going to read it. You're just going to go, I'm right, you're wrong. So I just think, what is the point of, of fighting it? 
if you want to have a discussion, give me a phone call or let's see each other. Let's discuss it like adults, like, like we do on this show. Yeah. How many times have we had different opinions, but we discuss it. And... Last week we had, we had, or was it when you was on, we had a number of different opinions. Oh, it was about money, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? And yeah. will, yeah. will money bring you happiness or <coughs> is it experience that brings you happiness? You don't have to argue. If you're going to just chew the fat, so to speak, and you're just going to generally debate it and, and how you live in this and the other, and then move on with your life. Mm. You know, the next subject could be, oh, what are you going to do tomorrow? Any plans yeah. the weekend? Not, Rick, you don't agree with me. Yeah. You know, you don't agree with me, so we can't get on. And I love a discussion <coughs> when I can be proved wrong, and I go, you know what, I never thought of that. Well, you know, I'd, you've given me some information I've never received, so thank you for it. I've learned to um, be proved wrong. Yeah. Often. Throughout my life, Kev, still today. <laughs> and that's the beauty of life. But that, but that's, a, that's a great mindset to have, what, yeah. what you just said there, and Craig, what you agreed with, but that's not common. It's not no. a common thing that I think people do. So I was just writing notes as you were saying that because I was speaking to a guy, and across all my reading and stuff, they, they have these two categories growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Mm. And effectively, what you guys have just said there is a growth mindset. I, you're happy to be proven wrong, because yeah. at the end of the day, it's about arriving at the answer and the facts rather than people's belief and opinion and one of the things i think society is we have a problem of is we have beliefs that probably aren't even our beliefs it's our family or it's our teachers or siblings yeah. have given us something and then we spend the rest of our life trying to find evidence to almost make that belief true if that makes yeah. sense so you're kind of just filling it yeah. just to fill whatever you believe so like kev said there these arguments when i see them online i'm like even if i give you facts straight facts you're not going to listen to what I'm saying because you're, you're so adamant on your belief. Yeah. And when I can identify those people straight away, I'm just like, I'm not having a conversation with you. Whereas between yeah. us guys, at least we can get our perspective across. And then sometimes maybe a week later on a different podcast or even in that conversation, we're like, actually, I've never thought about it that like that yeah. because, you know, I've had a different perspective, but I'm happy to be proven wrong. Because I think one of the things I strive and try and do is just try and be better every day. Yeah. And the only way you can really do that is by learning off people and learning through your experiences. And I focus more on trying to get facts rather than being right. Yeah. And I think, sorry, I think it's a, is it a movie or, I don't know what it is, like, but someone was on about something and they said, we don't care for the answer. We care how you reached the answer. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, now I know it, I think it's when I did a, a business plan and I worked with a business advisor. They said the business plan is it like that as a document isn't all that important it's the process to fill in the business planning and people want the document and like you say they don't even they don't even seek out how valid it is and how how feasible it is in the real life they're just like no this is my document and and i'm going to find any argument to say why it's right i mean it's like last week i was worried or not i thought was i speaking out of turn with the subjects i thought was i speaking out of turn and and i think part of that is being awake to you can be wrong mm -hmm. you know none of us um, none of us um, escape being wrong mm -hmm. but when when you believe you do escape being wrong that's when you can't have the honest conversations and 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 be friends after the fact well, my dad come on has he's been on a few times and he said what was right in the 80s wasn't right in the 90s and it's definitely not right now mm -hmm. but at that time with those facts and that point of view that was correct yeah you know is this way the correct way of killing a cow to make mm. me? And and then you look at it, oh my goodness, that was barbaric. And you go, but we were trying our best with the facts yeah. we were given at that time. Yeah. This was the best thing that we could do. And it's like when you have a baby, isn't it? I've yeah. only got the one, you've got two. But it's 
when you have one, you lie on its back. And then next year, it's now you've got to lie on its side. Then you've got to lie on its belly. Then you've got to hang it upside down. And and before you could pre-make bottles, and now you can't pre-make bottles. And you could keep them in the fridge and then warm up. And now you can't. And they change. And it depends on. I had this discussion with a friend of mine when when we was working together last year, and it was about how to make a cup of tea. Mm. You know, and he puts the milk in first, and he's telling me all that. Obviously, that's the wrong way to do it. <laughs> We're not changing opinions on that. No, not, <laughs> no that is a fact. Um, everybody I asked in, in the area was in Birmingham, and they barely understood this black country accent. And they even said, I, I had to make a cup of tea. And on the night, he found me um, some scientist's proof that make put milk in first, and that's a better tea. So I googled it, and I found some scientists as well. Yeah. And I said, see, your scientists are right, because you want them to be right, yeah. and my scientists are right. They're, they're both sets of scientists, but it depends which one you lean to with your perspective. Mm -hmm. I just hope you haven't no. opened the door now to be trolled about cups of tea. Come and share one with us, and we'll we'll discuss it then. But it's that yeah. silliness that uh, and it's like people will troll people. Who have you ever met? Yeah. You know, and they'll go, um, I don't know, off the top of my head, Katie Price. And they'll go, I hope she dies, and I hope. And I'm thinking, you have never met this woman. Yeah. How can you have such strong feelings about yeah. someone you have never met? Yeah. And I think that's what happens with um, with a lot of it. This person has no bearing on your life. Yeah. If they live, die, live happily ever after, or become bankrupt, raise your wish the most horrible things on them. Yeah. Even though it won't bring you any joy. And I, I, I we we often said on a few of our shows back in the nineties and the eighties. If we didn't like something on TV, I had to go and get a letter, write it, but handwrite it, put it in an envelope, get a stamp, post it, then wait for the response. Yeah. Now it's instant nastiness. I've had a couple yeah. Yeah. too many bevies or whatever I'm taking. And I can be vile just for the sake of being vile. That's the problem with social media though, isn't it? It gives everyone a voice. Yeah. And I don't think everyone, I don't, I don't want to say deserve, that's probably not the right word, but I don't think everyone should have a voice on everything, yeah. if that makes sense. And you can literally jump into any arena or any field of expertise and you can just voice your opinion because it's so easy to get in there. Yeah. And if you know if you have a few followers or you present yourself in the right way, you write it quite articulately, mm -hmm. then that people reading that could almost put you on a pedestal and take that and it could be false information. Mm -hmm. So it's a very dangerous place. But yeah, I think people are keyboard warriors as, as they call yeah. them. I, I get it obviously I'm on YouTube and stuff, so sometimes you'll get the odd few comments and you're just thinking You've got the energy in your mm. day. I don't have the yeah. energy to even praise the amount of content creators that I watch. So I watch a lot of people and I have ad admiration because I know how much work goes into what yeah. they do. And I'll, I'll try and like it. I'll try and leave a comment because I know that helps. But I don't even get time for that. Let alone yeah. then be a troll and then write something negative. But I think that mm. says probably something more about that person and what they're going through. Yeah. That we don't feel the need to necessarily do that. So I have a bit of compassion for them, to be honest. I mean, the media, like newspapers, in a way, they've been doing it for years, but they've got strict regulations. They, mm. even though they do do um, slander and lot, there's so many regulations that TV and newspapers and magazines have got to go through. There, there almost has to be a kind of almost truth to it. Mm. But we could, or someone could, just put absolute bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> and just, and just like you know, Kevin was abducted by aliens. Yeah. Kevin said he was abducted, and you go. I You'd get a lot more listeners if you did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, they wouldn't want me. <laughs> See, see, often, yeah. you know, so with social media, that's the big thing, this social media, and, and that's why people have got this voice to, all they do is they stir up and kick a hornet's nest. Yeah. 
and then if if they keep one person kicks a hornet's nest and three people start kicking it and five then all of a sudden you've got a hundred thousand people this now looks like a worthy subject and it looks like it's added validity to their to whatever this subject is it might not you know how many times have you seen people share pictures of oh this man in this white transit van's tried to rob this old man and this there's a picture of a man and a transit yeah. van mm -hmm. no context and everyone is obliterating them on the installment and thinking hold on a minute there's no context there i could take a picture of you now kevin and say boom this man's tried to do whatever, whatever you know of course and it's sometimes it's how the photo my very good friend pedro griffin who's been on this show brilliant photographer and he said how they can do it is amazing you can take a photo of i don't know point it and next thing you know it's a hit the salute mm. and you go well hang on i was just pointing <laughs> yeah, where yeah. where it was or, and it was have you he's a nazi and and the manipulation of it and then with the, the the doctoring and all that stuff that i ain't got a clue of you can make a very innocent situation or we're sitting at a distance and you go well they, they were in touching distance mm. and uh, because every person now has got a camera phone and it's not just like on the old disposable click click cameras mm -hmm. our, our cameras are so good they're almost newspaper and magazine yeah. ready yeah i think people people today are just so susceptible to suggestion mm. yeah yeah you know and they run with it they've only got to get the smell of one one scent and i'm like oh that's what that is and that's what it's going to be and you'll never change the mind and and that's dangerous you know mm. how many people's lives have been ruined how many people mm. i don't know the, the numbers too but how many people have actually done themselves or yeah. you know killed themselves yeah. in effect over social media and social media bullying and people say you know just log out yeah just sign up well yes they could do that it's difficult mate it's, it's difficult, difficult because like you you sort of want it's sort of if you've already got those emo to me if you've already got those emotions and thoughts about yourself you want to keep listening to that negative because it's confirming what you already know mm. again you know, filling that evidence like i said at the exactly and that there, there, there it is and you're like it must be right it must be right it must be right and then you you don't want to keep you don't want to log out and to be honest nobody should have to mm. be forced to log out and to let's say miss out not that they're missing out on much but feel like they're missing out because people can't be nice and people can't be kind yeah no it's a great point i think just on social media slightly on a, a side topic so there's science has proven you get dopamine hits yeah which is pretty much what we're all after pleasure desire we, we all crave dopamine that's what keeps us going it's internet it's fast food it's drink or whatever yeah. it's the anticipation of what we're going to get basically yeah and what i notice in myself is so a lot of my work is on social media i'm posting 24 7 i'm always trying to release content we're doing podcasts for all of us here um, but then when i have a day away from it like this weekend i had two days away from it i think i posted like one thing and it was just a random photo of my wife drawing and that was it my headspace has been so much better like yeah. in terms of like you know when you have down days and stuff mm -hmm. no down days just completely relaxed i was creative i was thinking about stuff that i wanted to do i was motivated yeah. but when you fall into that pattern again the algorithms are designed to give you what you need yeah they're designed to, to grab your attention so it's, it's algorithms as well so it's, it's a dangerous place i know you were speaking obviously about people shouldn't have to feel the need to yeah. miss out but if we can just understand you're actually not really missing out from yeah something there's probably better ways of getting that dopamine here all it is we're in a society today where it's, it's instant absolutely it's instant. Well, as you just said the algorithms mm -hmm. i said that right yeah but they're designed for like mine is boxing and hip-hop mm -hmm. and different music yeah if i put my facebook on it's like 
scraping she's orange yeah but then it's like a clip will just be biggie smalls yeah. wu-tang clan yeah. uh, and then flew him out but mike tyson so that's basically all i want yeah. is music and but like if it knows what i want that's why every advert comes on i'm checking it yeah. you know how many blogs we had on black country blogs how many has the lions had but then it's oh yeah i haven't heard this song by big pun in ages mm. and so it catches you because i believe it was just showing you i don't know bloody drafts would i be looking at my phone all the time yeah. so that's the addictive part but as you're saying the it could take me half an hour to get a sweat on to get them endorphins dopamine yeah. training or i can pick up my phone and go i've had five likes what right. they're short-lived i mean short-lived going back to what you were saying as well on, on like the algorithm i believe it was simon sinek mm-hmm. that did was this a ted talk a, yeah. a ted talk when when he was on about social media yeah. And he said Facebook and that they employed the likes, you know, the guys who like designed the fruit machines and that for the casinos in Vegas, Facebook and, and places like that. They actually employ people like them because they want to know how they make it so addictive to people. Mm. And it's like if I put a photo on and I get, I don't know, 20 likes because I'm doing really well. And that's <laughs> 20 likes is good. You know, and I do 20 likes, <laughs> then I don't receive none for a couple of days. Yeah. Two or three days later, right. you'll get another like. And what they do is every now and then they flash it onto somebody else's timeline a few days later. So as you get the notification, so then you get back on, you get that dopamine rush, and then you you're back on it scrolling. Crazy. And it, it's it's crazy how they they psychologically manipulate. Mm. You know they understand how the chemicals in your body. They work. understand us better than we understand ourselves because as much as we think we're self-aware, and you know we're we're growing and we're we're trying to think outside the box, we're very. We're creatures of habit, yeah. if that makes sense. So all they're doing is picking up on our habits and continuously feeding us those yeah. habits. So another thing is, again, I won't mention like names and stuff, but there's there's people close to me who say suffer for, with depression, for example, or ill mental health. And I think for those individuals, social media is the worst place to be. Yeah. Because if you're only looking at stuff that is depressive in terms of almost like a victim type of mindset, i.e. Yeah. Um, you don't know what I'm going through. I'm going through a very, very dark place. And those kind of messages, absolutely, they could be 100% true. But imagine seeing that in your head 24 mm-hmm. 7. And then every time, like you said, you pick up your phone, rather than getting Mike Tyson, you're getting something else that is going to affirm how you feel yeah. or what you're going through. I, I think anyone with any sort of ill mental health is probably the worst place to be. Yeah. What you need to do is literally three dots or remove it, change it, almost give it to your kid or somebody to just completely mess around with it so your feeds completely change. And I promise you, even in like two or three days, if that person was then seeing songs or kids' shows and stuff, probably laugh and think, oh, I don't want to watch that, and you put it away. Yeah. Could you, explain the, could you explain the three dots again for people like myself? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like on Facebook and stuff, there's always three dots at the top of a post, and you can just click it, and it gives you the ability to either hide that person, hide that page, hide yeah. that group. You could snooze them for 30 days. Um, and I do this a lot. So obviously I'm in an industry where some people just grind my gears and I just mm. literally snooze them for 30 days. I give them a chance. And if they come back and they're saying the same stuff, I just literally say, hide this person or I remove them. Yeah. And it's such an easy thing. You can do it on Instagram as well. You can do it on YouTube. So I spend a lot of time on YouTube. And if there's a video, because what YouTube does, it has, again, the same kind of concept. Once you watch something, they want to re- they want to keep you there. So what they yeah. think is, okay, this person, based on their activity, they normally watch this film and then after watching five or six of these then they normally listen to some music so i'm mm-hmm. going to throw some music in the suggested and again just right click it and you can and you can say not interested yeah so it's like it's literally always in the top right hand corner from what i've found yeah. in my experience 
but definitely press that. So say I'm getting buddies at school and I don't want to delete you. Yeah. I could hide you so you don't know that I can't see what you're putting or say a jealous ex-partner. Absolutely. So if I delete you, you go, why have you deleted me? X, you know, but if I could hide them, just they don't know. Out of sight, out of mind. See, I and think that's a, a great point yeah. because people who've been bullied, they might be thinking, well, I don't want Aaron to know. I don't want him to. And then if I could hide it, so he still thinks he's getting at me. Mm. But I'm, so maybe that's a good way for people out yeah. there. I think Facebook do a good one with that. And I'll be honest, and it's no offence to absolutely anyone. I don't know how many friends I've got. I don't take any notice. But usually if someone adds me and I accept, I normally unfollow straight away. And that's not because I've got something against them. It's because I don't mind being friends with them. But I don't need to see all the content. I literally follow just a few people. Like, I've not unfollowed, so we naturally by default yeah. followed you. So it would be you, you, yeah. Lee, a couple of friends and family. And I don't I don't really interact. So like you said, how have they got the energy to keep putting negative comments? I haven't. I have to, I'll be honest, even when I watch your videos, it's, it's a struggle for me mentally to yeah. go on and even comment something positive. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that I don't want to show support. Yeah, yeah. It's just I've never done it. I've of never written the thumbs up. I've never written the thumbs down. It depends you're watching it as well. Like, if you're watching it on telly, sometimes I stream it. You don't have the ability to write a comment yeah, or like it. And stuff, so. just watching it. But it's not, that, it's not that I don't want yeah. to. It's just I've never been. Even the happy birthdays on Facebook and that, if I've not got a number, usually I don't wish happy birthday. And it's not no ill will. I'm just stubborn. But... Of, like you say, we feel like we're we consciously aware people. I do. I feel that I'm really switched on, but I'm still I'm still one of these sometimes. Of course. Of course. You know, we first thing in the morning, you know, check my bank, make sure no one's paid me a meal too much. <laughs> check, you know, check my bills, check my credit score. This is what I do. I check my. I've got a few stocks and shares, so I check. I check um, trading two one two. No way endorsed, um, but like. I, I'm very much a creature of habit in that way. And then you think, oh, I'm going to post this or I've got to look for that. And then you're back on there. And your phone is constantly in your hand, you know, and it is hard to put down. And I'm someone who, who hates devices and hates yeah. technology and hates social media, yet you're still there utilising it. You know, it's, it's, it is like a... Well, we almost have to, don't we, with, with, the, with the podcast. Yeah. We're almost kind of obliged to be out there in terms of trying to spread the message. And I think one of the things that I think we spoke about Back in the day, it was like almost make a community out of the Black Country Blogs yeah. Facebook. But then, I, I suppose my concern was with those two concerns: one, who's going to monitor that and manage it, and, mm. and the second was, if it becomes a place where everyone's in there speaking about how bad their days are, you're yeah. almost even for us as moderators or being part of that community. It's almost like I don't want to go into that into that room if that makes yeah. sense. As much as I want to try and help people through honest conversations and getting the right people on here, yeah. maybe like habits and stuff on in terms of how you can help yourself through dark yeah. days i don't want to purposely throw myself or be around it because it's consuming you know we, yeah. we we all fight in our own battles on a daily basis as well so i don't really know the actual right idea that, for that one but if anyone's got like any suggestions or anyone yeah. listening maybe and if someone would like to come on to the show mm. because at the moment because the internet's not here but we've got a few great guests i won't reveal who they are yet we've got some great guests coming up when we've got the internet but if anyone here would like to Come on and show their share their stories about maybe having a dis, uh, dis disabled relative or how they've dealt with it or life experiences. Please get in touch. And while I'm on that, I'd like to give a few shout outs uh, to people who I know watch it every week. Sean Griffin and his beautiful Mrs. Amy Robinson 
and the Spivvies, Liz and Chris Spivvy, obviously mum and dad, Rich, uh, Steve Hansel, who watches everything we do. And if you would like a big shout out, please, please get in touch. Because what we're all about is sp spreading positivity. Because the world, as I often say, anyone who says the world isn't hard hasn't lived, hard, uh, hasn't lived enough. But anyone who says it isn't beautiful also hasn't lived you know, because there's so much beauty out there and so much kindness and understanding. But a lot of time, because of media and social media especially, we forget about the good, lovely people. All we hear about is, oh, have you heard him down the road? Is a wrong good? Have you heard the rioting? Have you heard they're doing this? Have you heard the politicians? Have you heard? Mm -hmm. And you're thinking, bang on, Bert. Give me five minutes on the news to tell me how good certain people in this community are. Because I promise you, working... Uh, within the gym here and how many great human beings walk through the door every single day and that's something I don't want people to forget in every street in every uh, every street in every cul-de-sac in every part of the country in the world there's so many good people yeah I think, I think that's a, a beautiful message there I just want to add to that as well in terms of what Kev's saying it's all about perspective and hopefully through this show that's kind of what we can try and show you that you, you could be going through the same situation, but how your perspective is on that situation will determine how happy you are and how you move forward. And I, I'm in the process of interviewing probably the most, it was the most emotional story. So I actually had a conversation before I even recorded it with a lady. This is on Find Your Voice, by the way, yeah. with Aaron's. On the Find Your Voice, where obviously Kev's been on as well, where it's, it's single interviews. And there's a lady there who I've known for a few years now, happy, always dancing, always smiling. Um, entrepreneurial in the property space as well and she's going to come on the episode in probably a few weeks time but we just spoke for about an hour and her life it's literally like she was i'm not going to say all of it but it was in colombia in medin where narcos were yeah. so we spoke about narcos and we have a different perspective on it it's like yeah. oh that guy was cool he had all the money everything she's like well when you live there there's dead people on the road when you come out every mm -hmm. single day she goes her her family and her friends were up for prostitution and drugs so she's in that different side, which made me instantly think, wow. Then she's lost her mom, uh, her family to alcohol, her brothers. She's had sexual abuse in the family. Her sister got shot in the head by her husband. I mean, you think of every bad storyline from, from a documentary, it's in her life. And yet, when I was speaking to her, she was so happy, she was so positive. And I literally asked her the question, this goes on to my point, is how, how do you cope? Because we go through stuff and sometimes it kills us. Yeah. It literally breaks us for a month. I was like, I don't understand how you cobble it. You literally are the strongest woman I've probably ever had a conversation with. And she just said, I believe in miracles. And we just stopped for a second. And it's like, again, perspective, because what she then sees and chooses to see, again, is a choice, is every time she wakes up and she's now in England, she goes, you guys don't know how lucky you are. You have an NHS system, for example, mm -hmm. or you walk out your house and there's not dead people there, or your sister's not up for prostitution or sexual. And it just completely made me just change my perspectives because we all have a moan. Yeah, you know, we're yeah, speaking yeah. about trolls and stuff, but we all have our own moans on a daily basis as yeah. well. And I, I literally made her a promise. I said, I, this was on, I believe, Friday. And I said, I promise you now, I'm not going to moan about anything. Like, I have no right to moan about anything when you just see that somebody's been through it so much worse than all three of us put yeah. together here. But the flip side is, we have got the right to moan mm. because I remember when I was a young lad and my nanny Joan died of cancer, I was eight. And my good friend at the time, Michael Abbott's, and I, uh, I was crying, and he started crying because his amateur died. To him, that was loss. Yeah. And sometimes we, we measure right, what we're going through, and they go, well, 
he's got a cold where I've got epilepsy. And so we judge them on ourselves, Mm. but it's all in context. And and I think, like, sometimes when you go, like, and I've said this a million times, but how about all them starving children in Africa? And when you're going through it, you go, no, I couldn't give a keeper's dick about them kids. Mm. So we have got the right to moan. Mm. But the absolute inspirational people out there you know, that, and they just battle and battle and battle. But I guarantee they still have a moan. But Absolutely. what they've got to moan about is a mountain, you know what I mean? I can, I, sorry. I was going to say, I can see right. what you're, I can see both points yeah. here. I, I'm actually agreeing with what Kev's saying. Where I'm seeing where you can yeah, Sorry, sorry what I was yeah. saying in terms of moaning, absolutely. If you're having a bad day and stuff, sometimes it's great to vent and moan. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying we shouldn't moan. I'm saying that it's it, there's a there's two different types of mindsets. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's perspective and vic- it's a victim yeah. mindset. Yeah. I can sit here and moan that today I've, I've got nothing done because it's been a crap day or you know the leaks week and that yeah. it's going to cost me a thousand pound. But what I can do then straight away is instantly be grateful that I have a house to fix, I have a job, yeah. I have tomorrow to go again. Yeah. So sorry, that's what I actually. No, it's, I, it's the I, mindset I, issue of it. I, yeah. I fully yeah. agree with what you what you're yeah. saying. I've got Emma Dyson who come on the show, one of my very good friends. Hello, um, you watch a lot. But she said exactly what you're saying. Only 10% of what happens is real. It's the 90% of the perception of it. How, you react to it. how we react to it. It can be like stepped in dog poo. <laughs> and that, that can be the worst. Thing. Just going, I've just got these bloody Great trainers. Because you can moan. Yeah. You've got, to, you've got to carry on walking it. Yeah. 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 Or you can just wipe it off and go, you know what? A dog has not done that deliberately. And sometimes that's, that, that's life. It's how we take it. I agree. You know, it's we can't handle the cards we dealt. All we can do is play the best hand that we can. Yeah, so instead of looking out for people's flaws, and this is back to the trolling, instead of trying to pick apart someone else, what they're trying to do, focus on your own life. John Collins, I'm giving everyone a shout out tonight. John Collins, who was on our show, local boy from the area, uh, really good into his weight, some brilliant episode. We're going to get John back on. And Ben Taylor from RNL Barbers once said to him, because how can I be more like you? He says, don't try and be more like me. Try and be a better version of yourself. And that is wise words. Don't try and be Mike Tyson, Kevin Dillon, Aaron Drew, Craig Pinches. Just try and find the best version of you because that in itself is success. Feel good, be better. Feel good, be better. I think, I think we get so caught up in, like sometimes when you say, you know, when someone says be yourself, I think a lot of the problem is people don't know who they are. Yeah. They're so lost in this world who's telling them you should be this, you should be that, you should be this. They've lost who they are, you know, and they're scared to feel anything for themselves. Because if they feel this, then they're interpreted by this clan. Yeah. If they feel that or think that, then they're disagree with by that. And people sort of lose the ability to be themselves, so to speak, because them scared of criticism for them and attack from them and this and the other and and I've, I, I think it's a sad state where you can't just wake up live your life go to bed get up and do it again and and do do good you know if i hold the door open for you kevin you don't say thank you yeah. don't mean say you're my prick yeah you know yeah, sometimes yeah. i've i've thought you miserable bastard you know, like, <laughs> yeah. could you do how many times you say yeah don't worry about it mate it's my job to stand here and hold this door but how do you know what they're going through? You know, yeah. sometimes just a little bit of empathy and understanding.
basically don't be a scared don't be scared to live a life don't be afraid to live and let live and i think it was muhammad ali that said a man that views the world the same at 60 as he did at 30 has just wasted 30 years of his life open your eyes and find something new to moan about <laughs> all right then gang so until we see each other next time take care of yourselves and each other to all of it Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you'd like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta a bit. Listen, listen, listen.